Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. We could say this exactly the same thing about the whole alien abduction world, maybe. I would really hesitate to because I don't... It's not clear to me that there isn't some other very literal thing going on there, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, however, the, the way I tend to view it is more that these are strange individuation experiences, you know? And the the aliens are psychological figures and it's, yep. you know, it's, it's like an ayahuasca trip that has happened spontaneously <laughs> basically and makes use of, uh, contemporary ideas like spaceships and stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying that's what it is. That's just my sort of my bias in thinking about it, but it's, but it's a similar, um, similar space there potentially. Sorry, I think, like, I, that was that was part of like a two-part idea, and I've forgotten what the second part is. So <laughs> that's just going to sit there as some not very useful idea. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> no, no, like <laughs> I'm actually no, like um, I, I, it's making me, you know, it's making me think of a lot of things. Um, oh, maybe think, maybe the other part of it was just like yeah, like just that. That was a big one for me because because I mm-hmm. had strange nighttime experiences and stuff and like alien abduction was a was a model that I used to think about those experiences in yeah for many years and that really helped me because it was a model that was from the collective there was something yeah. in cult- culture had something to offer me you know mm-hmm. it wasn't a total wasteland of you're a crazy person. It was, yeah, you're a crazy person, but there's a lot of you crazies over there in <laughs> Alien Town. And also, although we think you're crazy, we also kind of fetishize you in a weird way and make things like the X-Files. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. It's still it's still in culture space. Uh, right, can... right. There's, a, there's I... an anchor to a collective mm. thing still that's helpful yeah i think that's why like um i think that's why i tend to sort of idolize (laughs) terence mckenna in some Mm -hmm, weird mm way yeah me too because i feel like him and robert anton wilson and there's a whole sort of series of people that for me were like stepping stones into a slightly more sorry a slightly less cultural space agreed yeah it it was a very and it was a very noticeable shift it was kind of like okay i've been flirting with this idea of like out-of-body experiences and dreams and these kind of concepts that everyone else is sharing but now we're entering into the world of synchronicity and now you're alone kind of thing yeah <laughs> exactly now you're alone now it's like your own thing <laughs> yeah 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 and wow you know <laughs> but like um uh, yeah but i th- i think that's why the the concept of energy is a little weird because it's the word that comes most natural to me, but it um, it has all these associations to yeah to the world of physics 
or like mathematics that it it's weird how that happens how both you know quantum mechanics and energy and all these kind of let's say serious mainstream science ideas mm -hmm. end up being very useful anchors to <laughs> yeah heavy i suppose that it's like there's something um safe about that or something yeah you you're, you're like you feel safe because it's like okay this is a you know this is a word totally that other yeah. people use um i also think it's well part of it maybe is that well my view is that like you know people just have appetites for this kind of stuff like super what we would call now superstitious material yeah people want to think about ghosts you know and they want to think about bigfoot and they want to think about aliens and that kind of stuff it's just a and they want yep. to think about it they don't always want to think about it in this lame neutered context that tells you it's fiction like we'll all go see the bigfoot movie with yeah. all the special effects, that's kind of doesn't deliver what you actually want out of the experience, right? Which mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. which is to have a little bit of a, like everyone can appreciate, I think, an occasional weird trip. It's just like a part of life <laughs> and something that we're wired to appreciate in a little way, a little yeah. bit of a way, you know, in, in probably in a spiritual kind of way, you know? So it's part of maybe a an ever-present spiritual um, aspect of human beings that is trying to be expressed, you know, but then our culture doesn't... Our culture has made a lot of the conventional um, modes of expression unacceptable or taboo. <laughs> and so people are reaching for any... You <laughs> see, the funny thing is people are using energy more as a symbol than as an actual... Yes. Scientific idea. It's a symbol of ghost mana. <laughs> it's like the yep. soul or some basically, right? Which is you know, one could say soul, but but you can't say soul, so people say energy. Mm, and it seems yeah. like a lot I think there are a lot of terms like that that are basically just substitutional for very like classic ancient wisdom ideas, you know. Um yeah. yeah. It's yep, interesting. Yep. And it does totally relate to what we were talking about before. It's like screen memories. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like a way of uh, relating. You can't, it's too traumatic still, right? To directly see, to like unmask the spirit world, pull down the yeah. veil and understand. So, so you're relating to a toy, which is this other series of ideas that, but that track, they map all those spiritual ideas. So it, it and that can be a bridge, you know, or it can yeah. be, it can be a, uh, a tortoise shell, I guess, that keeps you isolated from. Uh yeah, yeah. Keep keeps you from because ultimately maybe you do need to. I mean, I, I don't know. I know that for me, and I, I guess for you, like, and probably yeah. for all people that I, I mean, I don't know. I also feel sometimes like that I weirdly like. Stockholm syndrome myself about this sometimes and it, it like it's <laughs> it's all good that this all happened like maybe not though I don't actually uh, know what's happened you know right um, yeah I see what you mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I was I I won't bother to complete that run on sentence. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean Okay, well I think I will oof. I think I will return to the what you were saying about the light bulb for a yes, second. Yes, yes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, God, this light bulb. <laughs> because um, there was something I wanted to say about that. It's just that, like, uh, th that kind of experience is exactly, it's that kind of experience that recently makes me need a word like energy. Yes. I think. Because... Um, it it still is synchronous like you can see it in as a, a synchronicity in the sense that you're doing something yeah yeah no there was energy i mean i know exactly mm. what you mean there was i mean uh, by which i mean i just felt something in my body strongly i had body mm. physical waves of feeling like emotion is that way it can be so deep that it it's like yeah. quaking in you you know mm. uh mm. yeah you need a word like energy to describe the impact of something like that. But it's also a subtler sense, right? It's like mm. the way that it just bleeds into these other things. Exactly. It, it, like radio wave. But the funny thing about the light bulb too is it, uh, that one seems like it's about energy. Do you know what I mean? It's because it's <laughs> a light bulb that's doing a thing. It's electricity. Like it, yeah. it's symbolizing the issue of energy. I don't mm. think that actually there is an energetic thing happening with that light bulb. I think yeah. it's like the light bulb was sitting in the socket mm. in a really peculiar way that happened to make it flicker and that's some one in a million position of the way that it can sit in there that will never happen again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that day yeah. it happened to sit there in order to then stage a tableau about energy. Yeah. <laughs> Like how, like how fucking I weird, what you, mean, man. you know, and it, it somehow also relates to this other thing that's come on my radar recently. Um, I don't know how this relates. So I'm just going to throw it out. It's that scene yep. in the honeymooners um, that they're watching and back to the future because Alice is the redhead that makes up the 9-11 that makes up part of the 9-11 image match there. But the mm -hmm. image is in black and white. Oh, yeah. So it knows that she's a redhead in an abstract informational way. It's not yeah. about, I, 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 like, that would even make sense. I don't even know what I was thinking to begin with, you know. But for mm -hmm. some reason, I initially was thinking, like, yeah, it's like the actual properties of the material. Mm. attract. Somehow it's the, the, the image itself. But it's not. It's the meaning of it already. It's not that it's actual red on the film. It's the meaning of red <laughs> in that location. And then it, it's the same thing with these pinhead pins that I just ordered because mm. they're not actually made out of metal. It's just plastic spray painted to look like metal. Right. But, right. but then that gets, it gets magnetized symbolically anyway. It still mm. manages to appear on the correct side of the frame consistently in all these weird ways. Like, so it's about yeah. how it, it's about what it represents. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> not about yeah. what it is. Uh, yeah. Somehow it's the same problem with the light bulb, just backwards, maybe, or maybe just the same way around. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Okay, so this is 
like the problem as I <laughs> see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, by the way, can anybody, is anyone following this conversation right now? Like, what are we talking about? I've just jumped over so like pinhead pins. Maybe like, what are we talking about? We probably need to explain some of this. But sorry, finish your thought and then maybe we'll right. try it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, well, we we could say that um, you recently purchased some pinhead like figurines yes. from the movie Hellraiser, and and well, and I found someone who worked on the movie is selling the actual pins that were in Pinhead's prosthetic during the filming. Yeah, and so I and they have little bits of his makeup on them still, that kind of thing. Whoa! Uh, so they really are like relics. Uh, and this person is selling them at relic price. I, he was, mm. wanted $45, and I yeah. paid 30 with an offer that was accepted. So I have one of these pins. I've just been, I've, for some reason, I, I want to make a little, I want to make physical little, I want to put these objects together physically <laughs> mm. in the real world somehow. You know, I want to, because I also mm. have, I also have a match, a book of matches coming that was from the, club at the world trade center the windows on the world restaurant which i think is the boiler room in that myth so for some reason right. i want to put that pin head pin in that box of matches and that's <laughs> going to unify those two things for real and then it's all going to be okay i don't know it's a weird <laughs> impulse dude you know no it's funny <laughs> i really like that impulse it's so funny like accumulating physical things um it's funny, it relates, I think, to what we we're saying, that we're, we're kind of coming into contact with a slightly more objective side of this. Mm. And maybe it's it's like we need it to be more material. Yeah. Not, we need I, to it. Yes, but, um, I think Jung goes through the same thing when he builds his castle. Thankfully, ah, exactly. this is a slightly less, like, <laughs> crazy, yeah. expensive, ridiculous thing to do. Just buying some movie props, everybody. I'm okay. But uh, <laughs> uh, but it's the same. It is the same feeling, though, because it, it, he says the same thing. He just I um, I forget the exact quote, but he just says something like it wasn't real enough. I had to put yeah. it in stone. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you have to, mm. So that, is it that we're trying to convince ourselves of the reality of something? It doesn't feel that way. It feels more like it's so real in my head that I can't yeah. stand it. I just need <laughs> some external representation of its reality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what it makes me think is that... It, because what, what this feels like is as if magic, as, uh, like, ritual magic... Yeah. ...is spon spontaneously yeah. constellating in our life. I know. I know. It's becoming so a So it's magician. funny because it's as if you don't really need to read about magic if you don't want to no like yeah it doesn't seem like at, you need to at all <laughs> at some stage in the process you somehow are drawn to put certain objects in certain places and paint certain things certain colors and you you to basically interact with the physical you need some physical vessel yes you need physical stuff yep. to manipulate yeah yeah <laughs> it's so strange <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's really strange. And like you say, it it feels as if it's um 
it's important. It's important to get these things and to put them in these yes, places. Yes, but it's so at odds with what I was just describing, you know, the, the fact that mm. it's not a real pin. Uh-huh. So it could be any pin. It could be a toothpick that I decide is Pinhead's pin, you know? But for some yeah. reason, it doesn't actually seem to work that way. Mm. Yet, uh, yet it does at the same time. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Alchemy is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst to talk about. It's like everything Alchemy is a paradox. <laughs> you just can't yeah. make any sense of it. But it, it it's kind of like when in magic and this is the thing that always kind of upset me about magic or the thing that i never kind of was satisfied with mm. is like exactly why do you need um a specific uh type of salt when you could just get any salt or whatever right and well it's again I it's the same it, issue right we'd like to we'd like to make the the symbolic primary mm. but it just isn't it's exactly. it's both. Exactly. It's always both at the same time, you know. <laughs> right. That's yeah. It's something about that. It's as if we have gone through a phase in our lives, maybe when we have been focusing a lot on the symbolic side of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like you know anything could symbolize, like a spoon could symbolize pinhead. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Totally. But now we're entering into a place where only. Pinhead could symbolize pinhead. Yeah. And you need to acquire the specific pinhead. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Uh wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very specific. It's very it was I would not have bought those pins if they were from one of the other Hellraiser movies. These were specifically from Hellraiser 3. So mm. I want those ones. Because you can try and convince yourself that. You know, you can try and, like, use self-suggestion to, like, yeah. say, oh, this is the right kind of pinhead. But Well, a, it's a, so a, weird because I bought the figurine first, thinking it would scratch the itch, you know? I was like, I'll just get this right. little action figure. I didn't know that the actual pins existed. Once I yeah. bought the action figure, then it was weird, like, suddenly into my awareness came, oh, I can buy actual pins of Pinhead's head. The actual mm. thing, yeah. And then I realized that was actually what I wanted. Mm. <laughs> that's what i was going for anyway uh i don't know what is that about though in in the end it's like do i want a lock of doug bradley's hair you know how about some toenail clip like how weird does it go <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. feel that way i don't see i don't feel that it's about that person at all no i have no interest in doug bradley <laughs> mm. really i have an interest in the moment the moment when he was pinhead and was captured by those cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it's about. It's about that, that it's about being able to mentally teleport to that mm. situation and all the weird things that happened exactly when that camera rolled, you know, mm, 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 it's the mm. same way with nine 11, I guess. Which I was involved, you know, with, 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 with that, it's like we watched it in real time. So we're very personally connected to it. I felt yeah. weird, you know, it's like I'm buying little things that were like in the World Trade Center. It's like, shouldn't I let these, shouldn't I let someone who has a more direct reason to want these things, you know, uh, yeah. get these things? But then I realized, I don't know, you know, it, it was a big shared thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely. going to treat them, you know, with respect, obviously, and yeah, no. Uh... So yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I think it's as if un- it 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 kind of suggests th- that you know unconsciously you know when something is an actual pin from pinhead right right <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah that somehow that's sort of what yeah you can't fool the unconscious with a with yeah. a conscious substitution the unconscious can make a substitution if it mm. decides to but it yeah. seems like your conscious attempts to to satisfy it with something that's not actually charged with mana don't work does that make sense yeah Hmm. I think so. And uh, another part of why I find this weird is because, like the light bulb thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had similar, but not so. Um, I don't know. Not maybe not so direct uh, experiences of that where, like. I will, yeah, feel energy in my body. And the only way I can describe that is, like, muscle tension. I mean, there's, yeah. like, I don't know exactly yeah, yeah. how to describe it. Like, sort of, or warmth. Muscle tension and warmth. warmth. Whatever that means, exactly. Like, yeah. you sort of feel something, mm, like, rising up your spine or something. Yeah, for me, it's quite electrical. It reminds mm. me of, I got electrocuted a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> Oh, right. Because uh, I was just a dumb kid. I don't know. Uh, but it, uh, it reminds, it, you know, I, I have weird feelings of t- tingles, you know, that sort of frissons down the spine and that kind of stuff. Mm. Like uh, feeling like parts of the body are falling asleep, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And it's... The, the reason why sometimes I, the word energy is useful is kind of like what you were saying with the electrical circuits and like water flowing through the circuits because sometimes it really does feel like um you do something and that thing like okay I need to give a concrete <laughs> example because otherwise like you will feel energy rising up the spine and as it somehow as it kind of like Mm, climaxes to mm-hmm. say it one way it's something like it, it diffuses uh you something happens like um the furniture creaks really loudly uh, or, yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah or like the cpu fan on my computer suddenly like kind of stops or yeah stuff like that so or you, or you get a text from some strange person you haven't talked to in 10 years yeah <laughs> exactly yeah and exactly the 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 text is a good example because that's the thing that i find weird is that sometimes it seems as if a physical explanation for energy is appropriate um where like for example energy is rising up the spine and let's say imagine Okay, I'm going to give a convoluted example. But yeah, yeah. you're sitting under a tree 
for example, and you at, at some moment where the energy is kind of like bur it bursts out or you feel it to burst out, an apple falls from the tree. And you imagine that happens many times so that you really feel like mm. there is a correlation between this specific moment where the energy does this specific thing and the apple falling to a point where you could almost predict it. Right, right. Say. So that seems a very physical thing. But I have experienced, and I, I'm sure, like, I have a feeling that you, you or other people um, have experienced, because we've, we've mm -hmm. spoken about this, where this happens between you, like, and imagine the same thing is happening, but instead of standing under the tree, you're uh, watching a movie. And at the moment that the yes, energy yeah, happens, yeah. an apple falls in the movie. Yes. An apple falls from a tree in the movie. So clearly, that isn't some sort of like electromagnetic wave that is touching the tree, the tree and, yeah, yeah, right, and, and like right. breaking the branch and like causing friction. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's clearly something stranger because it's, it's, a, it's a synchronicity. It's a correlation between yeah. that moment and the... But I think what, what's... I suppose what's weird about it is that there are times when it's a synchronicity and there are times when it really does feel, and I think at some level it maybe is... A, a physical thing yeah where physically it, it works on both levels at the like level of meaning and symbol and maybe at least i i feel recently as as if uh things like telekinesis and stuff like that could be possible i i, I that's <laughs> totally sort of, dude I, yeah i'm really <laughs> on that wave too uh so yeah. it's hard to know to at what yeah I, well i mean yeah it's hard to know a lot about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> a I mean, lot yeah Our, a lot about no, it no, anything about it um, yeah well telekinesis yeah it's a weird thing <laughs> that because in a way i feel that i'm constantly performing it because i don't understand the connection between my consciousness and my body so i have telekinetic control over my body <laughs> If yeah. over nothing else, right? Yeah. It's weird to me that a little bit that people only perceive the ghostliness when it's an object at a distance. But it's yeah. already an object at a distance, isn't it? Just the fact that I can think and my hand does something to me is yeah. already pretty weird. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of like millions of particles like instantly conforming to my whims about them like whatever those are you know yeah <laughs> it's that it's just purely that we can look at it and say oh look it's well it's connected by a wire to the brain and so that's how that works except that we don't know what the brain is doing as pertains mm. to any of that really i mean it's, obviously it's an information processor mm. uh, mm -hmm. but what is information <laughs> what is information and and energy hmm. aren't they i want to say somehow they're the same is that a ridiculous impulse no well because <laughs> <laughs> entropy works in both contexts right it's actually the same equation i think for like oh, information right. entropy and actual like thermodynamical entropy 
Am I right? Mm-hmm. About, I don't know if I'm. I could be completely wrong about that. Everyone, <laughs> I have no idea. I think I remember that's true though. Maybe I'll look this up right now so that yes, no, we're I mean, not completely I would definitely... leading people down weird tangents. But... <laughs> um, no, I, I I feel. I mean, yeah, I feel the same way that it's something to do, and, and that's I think what makes it immaterial. In that, oh, God, really, like, alchemy sucks, because... <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it's, yes, sure. It's, um, it's I can't look this up right material. now, sorry. It's, like, so subtle and complicated, you know, and who knows, basically, is the answer right. to this. Yes, there is an idea of entropy and information theory, of course. Mm-hmm. And there are other ideas of... Ent- I don't know if they come down to the same equations or anything. I might have been making that up, but... But clearly, there's some kind of a strange relationship between energy and information, if nothing else. Yeah. Right? Because I, I think that maybe my Because information is organization, thing. and organization just can't happen without energy, right? It just doesn't make sense to talk about anything happening without energy, I guess. So. Right, yeah. <clears throat> exactly. I think organization, relationship, pattern, I feel as if... See that—that's the kind of the, the um thing I've been kind of <laughs> pushing in my recent videos is that energy has something to do with pattern, mm. so which which maybe is another way of saying energy. I mean information. Um, it it yeah, it gets yeah, yeah. It, it gets to a point where you know I could say that energy is this and it's that and it's that and like it gets very sort of meaningless at some point. Right. But, well, um, also, I, I feel like I get lost very quickly. Are, are we talking about the soul? Mm. Or are we talking about some other thing? Or both? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 But I agree. Pattern. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the thing about pattern is it seems so fundamental to what we are as perceiving beings, you know that no matter the object of our speculations, you know, we're going to be able to relate it back to pattern because we are always, because we are pattern somehow. Yeah. yeah we are yeah. the living embodiment of pattern, you know. Um, yep. Not just us, you know, life, broadly speaking. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't mean that, that, you know, but then you have to ask the question, why? Why is life that way? It's probably not an accident that we're big pattern obsessed things, right? (laughs) Mm. So probably there is a reason to think pattern is also fundamental in a deeper way than just something about biology. You Mm. know, obviously, I guess that's all obvious, right? You just look at the natural world. It's clear that it's patterns from top to bottom. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, this is like, I think <laughs> this is definitely a topic. That... Alchemy sucks should be the name of the show. <laughs> Let's change it. Rainbow Club is nice and everything, but Al- Alchemy sucks is way better. It sounds like it should be on MTV and we should we should open with <laughs> like some kind of nice grunge music oh, or something. And we could both wear like shades. <laughs> yeah. We're both wearing sync goggles. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know those 
oh god I, okay i want to make a reference but i don't know if it's too like you know i think it was mtv there's this type of program in the 90s where in between sketches or in between like sections of the program they would have little like three second inserts <laughs> yeah with the the logo of the show yeah yeah animated in some weird way or whatever yeah and and people like I, i'm imagining like someone looking at the camera and saying alchemy sucks and it's just like a <laughs> yeah totally a, a, a three second clip that is like well actually it reminds me a lot of the idiot box which was the alex winter sketch show on mtv that then became oh. freaked basically it's like a spin-off of that. <laughs> oh, I have not watched that. Well, I mean, I, I hadn't even heard of it. It's so. <laughs> pretty funny, like, and very much in that vein. It's like short, weird, like Nickelodeon MTV freakout aesthetics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I was looking on eBay the other day at a, at a Nirvana t-shirt for Ooh. Nevermind that they, that is like, it's like some, it's like an original run from the nineties of this shirt, you know, but it's like, Ooh. They want like over a thousand dollars. Like it's like over one point five thousand dollars. Like <laughs> I just can't even understand. Like, yeah, how you could be into that band really, and ever wear that shirt. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's because it's grunge. It's so anti that whole idea. But it's like now it's this like fashion thing. <laughs> That someone's going to spend $2,000 on so that they can have the cool original Nirvana shirt. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. I'm mocking it. But it's, it's ultimately, is it any different than what I'm describing with the pinhead pins, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's another cultural relic thing, I guess. Yeah, but... Something about it. Just, just It also just was like, I'm like, was just realizing like we're in peak 90s retro if that can exist, you know? We're definitely oh, right. in the dead center of it now, you know? <laughs> wow. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I wonder if Freaked is resonating with you and, I mean, it definitely resonated with me as well uh, now... Mm. I mean, I we've we've been into '90s movies for a long time. It's it's kind of you know, right? I right. think probably all are, are. I don't know, but 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 it, it, maybe in a, in a bigger scale, again, maybe using astrology as a as a guide. Nice, yeah. That 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 maybe we are in some exactly in some sort of peak of '90s retro, maybe in the more objective weird. Yeah, but do you think about how sense. weird it is? Because what happens after the '90s retro? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 9/11. <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the next like major thing is the whole odds. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So what's that going to look like, I wonder? Mm-hmm. Right. It, you know. <laughs> right and and us Yeah. Us yes, yeah. It's seem like to be a slight taste it, of Yes, that. it's looking f- forward to that a bit somehow. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Hmm. And well, look, it's all made out of the red twins and eleven eleven. <laughs> Somehow. Okay, I was wondering. I don't know if you'll feel like it, but to switch gears into something, yeah, like yeah, a completely different thing. Yes. I was wondering if, if you want to. 
talk about the Circle K thing. Oh, yeah. I cool. would love to. <laughs> um, but actually, it's such a sprawling topic. I wonder if we could take a short break. I'd like to get a drink of water and kind of yes. readjust. Yep. And also, oh. it makes me nervous to record for such long periods without saving the recordings. So. Oh, good point. Yeah, I'll do the same. Okay. Okay, cool. All See right. you in a bit. Yep. I think I'm done eating. So I'm going to start recording. I will start recording. <laughs> Great. Oh, so we have just like a very weird, like one-sided version of this conversation maybe recorded. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm, I started recording like just oh, okay. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It kind of like shifted the verbal like tense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to record. I'm recording. Okay. So Circle K. Um, so yes. the context here is that we, we only have a short time left to talk. So I'm going to try to right. a very... This is a great challenge for me, actually. I'm going to try to give a, a condensed version of this. Cool. Uh, I guess the first thing to say about this is just to talk about the whole handed image match thing. Like, y yes, I think I've discovered this very interesting pattern um, that seems to track the 9-11 picture in two ways. It tracks it in terms of symbolic projections that people might have had about that image, you know? Like, for instance, we could think of the explosion as a rose, say. Mm -hmm. So that would be a, an aspect of the projection space. But then it also tracks the literal image structure. It seems to get the colors in the correct locations, and it, it seems to paint little, like, literally little pictures... <laughs> of 9-11 and then it seems to, well, and so then it seems to kind of clone that image very many times in mm -hmm. the ground. So when you see these matches, they, a bunch of them happen and they happen not only in space like that. So what I'm talking about here for, if anyone's listening that really has no idea what we're doing, like I'm talking about pat visual patterns in the background of movies. <laughs> There seem to be certain movies where certain locations, the background fractalizes into little pictures of 9-11. It's just the weirdest fucking thing, basically, I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Like, because it does it so precisely, and the, and the fact that when it does it, it does it repetitively, not just in space like that, but then also in time. Because mm -hmm. you get a bunch of, of fractal images in time, like... <laughs> By which I don't mean, right, just like 24 frames a second. I don't mean like that. I mean, you'll get a scene, and then immediately after it, another scene that has the same properties, even though it's a completely different scene, maybe yeah. with completely different actors, maybe in a completely different part of the movie, if you, if you know what I mean. But, mm. but just in the timeline, it's like this pattern is just imprinted across everything that exists there. So anyway, um, I've just been going through this process of like finding them. And what I've, the other thing I've noticed is that in the places where, I, where those image match dumps happen, it's the same, it's almost invariably places I've already noticed as having red wow. twins material. So the twins are always there along with these dumps. <laughs> and all the stuff that previously I'd identified that goes along with them, like the numeroglyph, you know, 119 or 116 or things like that. Mm. That is that to me is like some whole other level of this that that those correlate 
that the symbolic right. material and the literal pictures go together in the timeline in the same places. And that in many cases, it's the, it's like places I've like already analyzed, but hadn't seen the image structure, which is just backwards of how you might expect it rationally. You might think mm -hmm. first you'd notice the image structure and then notice the weird symbol layer. Uh, but I noticed yeah. the red twins first and then the image, the literal image, I only saw that much later. It was more like trauma coming out of the... <laughs> out of the screen memory or something anyway um okay that's enough about that the special k is just a scene in bill and ted's excellent adventure that contains fractal matches like to infinity it, it's so perfect and does it so much and is also one of these tableaus that seems to be talking about itself because it it has things in it that thematize chance and probability. And then it gives you all these matches. And then things happen there that are very matchy. Well, and then the thing that makes it so impossibly dense is that it contains an ad for, like, video rental stuff uh -huh. that quotes several, like, it shows several movies on this ad. And somehow, oh, okay. like, I didn't know what this ad was. It just, I, because it's very small in the frame, you know, it's deep background. Mm. But I just saw that it looked like a match, an inverted match. So the, the whole ad is a is a 9-11 resonating image. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but so I saw that, but I didn't realize that it was movies in that image. Mm -hmm. I think I think maybe I, I had a guess that it looked like maybe it was books or VHS tapes, but I didn't know which. But so I was just Googling around to see if there were any archives of Special K advertisements just just to see if I could locate any of that material. And somehow that exact one is preserved at the Duke University like ad library. They have a Ooh. super high resolution scan of it. And, uh, and, I, and you can see all the films and every film that it shows is a match, like the cover is a match. And then oh, when you right. watch the films, they're all full of these matches with the numeroglyphs, with the twins, with everything. It's like a whole new collection of material that I, I hadn't seen any of this stuff. Like, and they're so weird with selections, like Iron Eagle, <sighs> the Top Gun knockoff, which was based on this Libya thing. Like, uh. It's oh, literally right. just all exploding planes. Like, I'm not describing wow. all this correctly, but it's, I just can't, well, I'm just still in the middle. I haven't looked at all the films in that little collection yet. The mm. ones I've looked at so far, I looked at Down and Out in Beverly Hills, which stars Bette Midler, major big mm -hmm. redhead thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I looked at, well, Pretty in Pink I'd seen, of course, but I hadn't seen it post-sync or thought about it in this context. Right. Um, but that's Molly Ringwald, another red. They're all red. Every one of these movies, like redheads. Uh, wow. uh, I watched that one, and then I watched a bit of Iron Eagle. Uh, what else is in there? Um, it's so hard for me to remember all the parts of this. Um, Out of Africa. It's a really and, and Gung Ho. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, I haven't watched them yet. But every time I open up these, like, 
looking at down and out in Beverly Hills is almost like a traumatic experience. Like I couldn't believe because it there's it's like just Richard Dreyfus, you know, from Close Encounters, like yeah. watching a TV that shows a dog with sunglasses watching an explosion. It's all atomic <laughs> kid resonating stuff, explosion resonating stuff there. And then it shows a plane exploding and then it shows a redhead. Like 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 an image of a goddess with fiery mm. red hair. Like it shows those three <laughs> things like on a yeah. TV that also is reflecting grid textured rectangles from the windows. Mm, uh, it's right. very, uh, sorry, this is anyway. Now it's a, in, no, a, in a space where it doesn't even make sense really to probably talk about it because it's so based on the images, you know? But, but yeah, yeah it, but so the point of it is just that there's this crazy... Uh, so, 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 okay, the, the last aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I want to say also that the, it's like this. There's a bunch of rectangles at the Circle K. Because it's like mm-hmm. these rectangular windows that make up the Circle K. But they have like the same aspect ratio, basically, as the paintings in the Pyramid Gallery. And the weird oh, thing wow. about the Circle K and the Pyramid Gallery and the Twin Pines Mall is that they all code twin 11 things, because K is 11. Uh-huh. And there are also all these big precog dump scenes. It's like it's just the same scene over and over again, basically. It's, yeah, yeah. But, I can see. but in Bill and Ted, it's it's so much like the Circle K is like a weird art gallery. But the but the art images that are in these rectangles, it's all made up of ad advertisements and then also things in the store that you can see through the windows aligning with mm. the rectangles. And basically every rectangle is an is an image match. Just re- like again and again, some of them contain it fractalized even. And then one of those rectangles has this ad with all the videos in it. That rectangle mm. has the number 119 in it. It's a price, very visibly in red at the top of this fucking rectangle. And then yeah. like a bundle of ha- like red and white hats that are in the store, but that look like an explosion right in the correct place on the rect like on the right on the left side of the rectangle you know so so the, that whole thing is a match and then it has in it this little picture that contains like six movies that all have matches on the covers yeah. and then when you go into the in, into them all have matches in the timelines in this particular way and then also can contain new statements of the numeroglyph it's like so stacked up and then, and then, okay, uh, how does this even work? In another scene in Bill and Ted, there's a, another fractal match, but this one has the Twin Towers in it in the form of a poster on the wall, which is for King Kong 76, which is the oh, double yeah. red Ks on top of the Twin Towers is what that poster mm. is in this oh, movie shit. that then right. has the Circle K that then does all that stuff. <laughs> but then in that tableau with the Kong poster, and, and also then Kong itself... Mm. contains these sorts of matches as well. Um, uh. But in that image that where, where we have the poster on the wall, there's also a poster on the left side of the screen with a big red hand. And it just says mm. right on. Okay? Uh, yeah. I can't explain this correctly. It, it jumps around too many movies, you know? But it like... <laughs> um, that Basically, that same thing like with the handprint intact appears in iron eagle 
Oh shit! In another no way. bedroom scene, but there it is fractalized to a degree. I, I won't even bother to describe precisely, except to say that it, you know, it has like planes and birds and aluminum bats and it's just perfect in every fucking possible way and then it has this hand but it also has a poster of the police for the album synchronicity okay so it tells you it's about synchronicity and then that same tableau is replicated again in critters not with the hand this time but Mm. with an actual redhead where the hand would be right um and the same synchronicity poster the same police oh. poster. Uh, and 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 it, again, is internally fractal. It has exploding planes just in itself as an image and a nice North Tower resonator, in this case, the father with a toothpick in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, blah, blah. So these three images, dude, they are like the same picture. And, there's, and, uh, and it's a circle. It leads you in this big, this circle... From, oh right, <laughs> from the from Bill and Ted to Iron Eagle to Critters and probably every other because the red hand as a signature appears in Hellraiser as well. I feel we'll probably find it in most of the major image mm. dump locations. So there so that's it there's my attempt to do you follow that sort of <laughs> wow i mean so like <laughs> let, let, let me get you know let me get this straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you're saying that so the <laughs> the right on poster with the yes. red right on fist yes 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 yeah 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 that's in one of the movies that's in the circle k poster like, no, no, it, it's just in Bill and Ted. It's it's in the Bill and Ted scene that also has the King Kong seventy six poster. Ah, right. I I like, and is that is that same poster in in another movie? The the the, 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 re, the red hand. Yeah. No, it's a different oh. poster that also is a red hand. Like it's just right, some right. other red hand thing in exactly the same place in the frame. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. No, like not the identical <laughs> poster though. But the but the police poster, the police yeah. poster that says that has the synchronicity logo, that like yeah. three banded thing. That's like the mm. same one in two of those scenes, yeah. Yeah, well, and then I mean what we were saying about the movie Us. Yeah. That has a lot of red hands. Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. It's it's about the handedness. It's about Which hand which, is it always the same hand? Yes, it's the right hand always, which would appear it's on the, the left right side hand. if you were to film a person, you know. Uh, so if the twin, yeah. so if nine eleven is a portrait, basically, mm. then it's the red hand down there on the left side of the screen. You know what I mean? It's the, yeah, it's the, yeah. Wow, that that's really like well, and it <sighs> relates to the crossroads because you always see those double R's, railroad crossing, but oh, but it's also yeah, the red yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, this it's not the same, but the letter R is so visually similar to the letter K in some way. You just have to, yes. like... Yes. Well, and there's this whole weird the... thing with the letter P. Because mm. a no parking space is a P with a, a circle and a line through it. But mm. that just forms an R. Um, Interesting. Interesting. So yeah. in, in Hellraiser, for instance, there's an image match that seems to make use of that. There are, like, two no parking signs. So we get like two R's, which also they appear on the 
left side. So it's red mm. stuff in the correct area that's then signed with like double R's. But then it also works as no parking, which implies that a vehicle might be there, like a plane maybe. Uh. See? It's so weird that there, there's a constant orbiting context in many of these matches of vehicles where they shouldn't be. No parking. Well, that's like the possible, there's an unconscious possibility then that a car could, vi a vehicle could violate that and appear where it shouldn't. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's funny. It's kind of like how, when you say, don't think of a pink elephant and. Yeah. Do. Yeah. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. It completes the image with a, with a sort of inverse implication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it does that very often. I just have seen that a lot now. It's funny I would bring up elephants again, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. I, I I constantly get this feeling as if in in this kind of dream space, it doesn't matter if things if it's a yes or a no. Sometimes it right, does, right, right, right. But I sometimes yeah. it can say no elephants, but that means elephants. It means <laughs> yeah, whatever, exactly. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It conjures up the image. Exactly. Um, the elephant has been raised, yeah. But uh, it's it's so weird because like... Well, but in that in okay, this situation, this it's not just that it... It's not just that the car is raised. It's also, mm -hmm. you know, that it's... It's raised in the context of like a law that's disobeyed, you know? No oh, parking. Oh, right. It just implies illegality, yeah. like hi hijacking or or just something with a vehicle that violates the law. It's weird. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, cut, I cut you off there. To no, be, no, to be I mean, pedantic it's just... <laughs> Weird 9 <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, the the thing that comes to mind when you were describing that, several things come to mind. First, I've, you know, um, so there's... Uh, this project the Keanu code yes yeah yeah which uh <laughs> i love that i hadn't heard of, i hadn't heard of that before you uh mentioned it but i oh right yeah yeah i, I oh, was you, so right. amused by it though it's, it's so great it's too bad it never came to like, full fruition i guess right no exactly i'm really bummed out about that because um this guy boji he used to have a, a website where you could read excerpts from the book Oh, cool. And that website uh, doesn't exist anymore. It oh, seems no. to have disappeared. Mm. I'm really tempted to send him a message on Facebook. I don't know. Like, I, I think... It, I f feel like... And this is one of the cool things about the sync thing, is how different explorers have, like, different pieces of the puzzle, different angles. Yeah. Is this cool yeah, sort yeah. of, like... like it really has this weird sort of explorer feel about it of like, um, anyway, that's a tangent, but like, uh, he, I remember that he placed the circle K like in, in the, ep I think he was oh, on really? always record and 42 and, and, and 42 minutes. Uh, and he, in those interviews, he, he always placed the, the circle K as like the center of the mandala in his analysis. Oh wow! Well, I would quite so, agree. I really think that Circle K is is the spiritual ground zero, as it were. Like it, it's just it's it really so, broke. Like it's 
for me, it's no longer possible to consider this as something I'm projecting into the material. You know what I mean? It's right. it's, yeah. it's laid out there in such, uh, I you know <laughs> either it's my personal version of that because I've found the one thing in the world that fits my delusions perfectly. You know, like perfectly <laughs> to an extent that I can't even understand ever. Probably it's like too mm. perfect. Or, yeah, yeah. or it's object. In any case, I can't tell the difference. So it's just like that scene with the mirror thing in Warlock. The twins will you won't be able to tell if they're real or not anymore. But they're but they're just there though. <laughs> Somehow you have yeah, yeah. to live with the fact that these images. I said this recently in one of my videos. I have to learn to live with the existence of these pictures. They exist. Yes. I and I I can't help but see the connections between them. So. I just have to somehow, you know, accept that. And but the way that allows me to accept it is to approach it with more of, a, with more of an attitude of like it's an objective thing. I think just personally, I, I don't mm. know. But mm. for me, I feel better when I'm just like, yes, strange things really are afoot at the Circle K that really do involve nine eleven <laughs> and stuff. Well, well, because that's the other thing is the, the end of that scene is the the phone booth comes down, which is the time machine. But when it comes down, uh, yeah. it looks like the Twin Towers. I mean, it looks like a, the Twin Towers emblazoned in blue angelic light. It looks like a combination of Ground Zero, like the, the 88 lights in the sky thing, and mm-hmm, the Twin mm-hmm. Tower. Like, it, it's, uh, it, it, you have to look at it, but it's ghosts, 100%, like, <laughs> delivering the eternal ghost twins to you, which are the time machine. <laughs> which is the time machine. It's so weird. It's the time time machine. machine, Yeah. Which then literally (laughs) is placed in the middle of the mandala in that movie. Right. Because it, it's in the center of the dome at some point where all the future sink glasses, gods live, you know, I think that's like literally the, the, the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Phone booth, like descending, well, and although it's not exactly, quite correct yeah. to say that the phone booth is a red twins thing, it, it is in many shots because of the way it has many red stripes on it. But very often you just mm-hmm. see two of them. I mean, like very, very often, just because of the way the way it works in space, you know. Yep. So it is a bit like the red twins are at the center of the mandala. <laughs> Well, that's what the circle K implies, because the K is a big red thing, and it's 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, it, 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 it keeps on reminding me again of the Jake Kotze thing, where he would connect 1111 <sighs> yeah. to KK. Right, right. He was really big and on then, that. And then that... Uh, and then, uh, it connects I, to I the Mario material, too, because of King Koopa uh, and all the weird Twin oh. Tower stuff in that. And then I think. Furthermore, he, one of my major. Read. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was gonna say one of my major dreams of uh, the self. It was it was a fountain mm-hmm. dream, but it there were two of them. I'm just sort of remembering this now. Oh. It was two fountain. My my actual personal mandala seems to contain two fountains and not one, at least currently. Maybe that's some. I yeah. I don't know if that means I'm disintegrated in some way or what's going on with this, but. The fact that it's the twins and not the lone pine that's actually yeah, in the yeah. middle is weird. I don't know what that means. 
<laughs> right, I see what you mean. Yeah, because usually, <clears throat> right, that's the strange thing, that, and that's sort of what gives it a weird, like, fractal flavor, is that it seems to be a circle yeah. which has two centers. Right, right, <laughs> yes. Instead of just one center. Yes, that, per- that, so that that's puts like, it perfectly. So that's like, wow. A circle with two centers, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's kind of, it's just another way of what of saying what Jung said, right? The, the center and the circumference. Mm. It's the same, or it's in the same direction ah. as that, you know? Yes, it's a circle, but there's some weird <laughs> doubleness to it that can't quite be explained, you know? It's funny, that's kind of like the Vesica Pipe Piscis, or however Yeah, 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 it, yeah, uh, yeah, Vesica. Two, two, Piscis, two yeah. circles. Um... It's exactly, yeah, yeah. Two hemispheres. And, <laughs> right, ex- yeah. And I find it f- funny that Kotzer usually reads the KK as cosmic consciousness as well. Oh, some, like, that's nice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like it because it's, it, it's clearly like his own poetic kind of read of it. Because yeah. I don't think there is any like material that that suggests that. But I really like it as a as a poetic read and a you know more than I poetic, love that yeah that's uh, cool read of 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 the KK, um, but and what's really strange is it also that looks a bit I have to say you, just, just in passing yeah. it looks a bit to me just thinking of K's, you could see that mm-hmm. as two pillars each one with a kind of triangular like plane thing co- colliding okay oh interesting yeah. It's it's funny because what what came to mind at the beginning was two pillars, but one of them is broken. Ah, <laughs> uh, aha! Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sort of Some, works that way too. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's like a mangled pillar. Yeah, yeah. So it's it has a. This is kind of a. <laughs> this is going out there in a sense. <laughs> if we, if we can okay, go we're, we're back. There. We're floating around in symbol space again. For in, <laughs> yeah, in case that wasn't like, clear in an emergent way. Yeah. <laughs> but um. It has this weird sort of like I Ching thing of like there's a straight line and then there's a broken line kind of thing. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think so what really what's really weird about this, I think, is that both you and Boji, the guy who did the Keanu Code. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at these movies separately in different moments in time without yeah. sharing your research. And there are so many things in the Bill and Ted universe that could be taken as the symbolic center. True. Like yeah, the, time, yeah. the time machine, uh, I don't know, like the guitars or like, there's yeah, there many yeah, sort yeah. of like elements in that film. So I find it really fascinating that both you and him were drawn to the Circle K because yeah. it's... um. It, it really suggests, like you say, that there is something about the Circle K that it's not just that you and him reach the same subjective kind of position, but that there is something in that film where the Circle K is somehow a very powerful image in the film. Yes. Yes, exactly. Even though yeah, it yeah. doesn't play a big role in the plot. It no, does it, it, because it, it, it's the center, but like... It's also like right. I mean, it's well, not, right? Yeah, it is. Just, it ends up being the scene where the time loop. Ha- it's exactly like the Twin Pines Mall. It's also where the time mm. loop where they meet themselves and all that. <laughs> yeah, just like Marty watches himself. 